are listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loudmouth movie cynic. And action! All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, James, what are we doing? Stupid comedies. Stupid comedies. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing some stupid comedies today. What does that mean? Kyle, what that means is uh, we, we had somebody pitch this idea to us. Stupid comedies. We'll hear from them in a second. Everybody knows them when they see them. It's, it's that <laughs> comedy that landed somewhere between the mid-90s and the early 2000s. And we struggled labeling it, but you know it when you see it. Kind of like that one government official a long time ago that said, porn. I can't define it, but you know it when you see it. You know it when you see it. And so you know a (laughs) stupid comedy from this era when you see it. Yep. And so here to help us with that, Kyle, is our guest. Our guest, the wonderful Chris, is joining us. Chris, how you doing? Hi. I kind of feel bad now because I pitched this idea. And like, yeah. No this way, is man. This a great idea. Oh, my God. We've been... Attack, we, man. We keep talking about these types of movies all the time. Yeah. So yeah, I, now we got them in one place. I pitched it to you guys like last year in November, and then we were super busy. And then, yeah, we're doing it. Let's we're doing go. it now. Doing it Better now. Better late Let's than go. never. What, what is it? The bill, do the Bill O'Reilly quote. Do the Bill. Uh, we'll do, oh, fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, we got a segment on the show that we call Why the Hell Should We Listen to You? Tell the people, tell our hundreds and hundreds of fans and family and friends, who are you? Why should we listen to you? All right, well, if you didn't hear, my name's Chris. Why you should listen to me? I'm a nerd, I guess. I don't know. Right. Like, who doesn't like these movies that we're going to talk about? Like, And who hasn't seen one? <laughs> Apparently you. You said you haven't seen a couple, I've so like, we'll so, let I've you know. I've seen a good portion, but yeah, I haven't seen all of it for sure. <laughs> but no, I hope y'all like. I hope y'all like it. So here we go. So you you've seen a ton of these movies. You're a an aficionado in this genre. Yeah, I'm kind of came unprepared though because like I'm like some most people. I have to remember seeing or like I have to see. Oh, that thing. I'm like, yeah, that movie. That was horrible. So. I'm going to rely on you guys to we'll bring, bring out, out the memories. We'll bring out the memorable ones, absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, first question, though, to, to, to get our brains working here a little bit, because we do this sometimes, Kyle. Right. And that is give us some typical elements or some things in common that these stupid comedies from the mid-'90s to the early 2000s, what do they have in common? Like, you look at the list, and what are some things that jump in? What, what patterns emerge so that people can identify these things? You know them when you see them, stupid comedies. It's uh. When you see it in a movie theater, it's that thing you're like, wow, I really paid money to watch this movie. <laughs> like, or if you're on TV, you know, like, wow, what did I just watch? No. So, yeah. Who are some, who are some of the typical stars we see in these movies? Man, Brandon Frazier is one of those. <laughs> uh, Holly Shore, Pauly to name Shore. a few. Oh, my you God. <laughs> I think any anything that's got the the word movie in it now that's a comedy, (laughs) you know what you're looking at, dude. Well, my my man Chris made a list here, Kyle. Someone else made a list. Somebody else made a list. So let's just run down. I know what you're saying. We got scary movie, disaster movie, epic movie, date movie, superhero movie. There was an extreme movie. Yeah, dude, don't watch it. It was bad. (laughs) Don't watch it. Uh, Vampire sucks. Doesn't technically have the word movie in it. And here's one on your list right here. That was, what? oh my God, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You have written here movie 43. Worst movie I ever paid to watch. Yeah. Describe it, please. I don't, I don't so, know what that is. Movie 43 came out in like 2013. And basically, have you ever seen like disaster movie or like epic movie? Mm-hmm. Any of those? 
Um, if you haven't seen it, it's it was like written and directed by Freiberg and Scheltzer. They did all like the scary movies up to three, and then for some reason they're still in business because people are giving them money and they're still doing all these. But movie forty three, it was like it had it took like eight years for them to make or like a decade to make. 19 directors and it was like a skit thing it was horrible like i that was the first movie when i came back here paid money to see and i was like really like what did i just watch and, and i remember seeing that advertised because yeah. i was in college at the time and lots of people were talking about it but it was it's a whole bunch of stars like big movie stars and they paid them to be in this movie and the gimmick is it's just like people you've seen before maybe in dramatic roles or like these big movie stars and they're just telling like poop jokes and like fart jokes and being like as base and as like low as you can go. And that was like the draw in the movie, right? It was just skits and vignettes with these people out of place. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, don't watch it or don't waste your money on it. Even if it's at like a thrift store, don't pay 50 cents for it. Like it was that bad. Thrift like, store movies. Man. There you go. It's going to be one that we'll see unless any probably nobody buys it so it won't even go second hand. I've never even heard of it. I'm going to defend one movie in this movie list and I'm saying movie in quotes because you know superhero movie date movie and that was scary movie one did we agree that, that was actually pretty funny I thought it was funny yeah. I thought I mean, it was it's, funny. Fu- it's fucking stupid no I think that's one of the, the brilliant things about this is every once in a while one of these movies gets made and just hits kind of all the right chords you know in scary movie I would hazard to say kind of launched this genre oh, of, of, course, like, yeah. of, course of the huge spoof so it had originality involved in it that I think a lot of these don't but one of the other movies that I think kind of transcends this is Team America World Police uh, yeah. I think Team America and you can just see it now with the role that Trey Parker and Matt Stone are on with South Park and with I mean their musical that wins a whole bunch I mean these are smart guys yeah. and they know satire and they like to you know tell fart jokes and stuff and they got shit canned into their stereotype for a while with other terrible movies like Orgasmo. Orgasmo. Did they, did they make that? Yeah. yeah they, and they, basketball. They directed it, yeah. I remember basketball. I didn't see basketball. Yeah. And they rip on those two all the time. They tell, just, like, hate on their their own stuff. Chris, all the Chris time. tell us like, about Orgasmo, because I yes, you, you're dying to talk about it. I know you are. Man. <laughs> you, have you guys seen Orgasmo? I have seen not. Orgasmo. Okay, you've seen it? I've seen it. All right. You haven't. No. Okay, so this is a touchy <laughs> subject. Any kids out there, ask a parent before listening to this because this movie is a bit weird. But Orgasmo, basically, it's like it's a Christian like Christian church dude. They go to your house, knock on like a famous porn star's house, and then they got offered to do money, and he's trying to like um, raise money to f- pay for a wedding. He does porno. It's called Orgasmo. And then he had a sidekick that had a um, dildo on the top of his head. Oh, I think Jesus. it was like called Chodo Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just Pause nodding for effect, in Yes. Yeah. I then, always thought that Orgasmo, doesn't he have a logo like the letter O on his chest? Yeah. Isn't he a superhero? Yeah, he's a, super, it's a superhero porn. It? Oh, there we go. I yeah. thought it was a mock superhero movie. Well, kind of yeah. in a way, it kind of is. It's a mock superhero it's within a, a movie. mock porn about 
superhero movies. Yeah, like who does it star? Anybody I would know? Matt uh, Parker, or I'm sorry, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Oh, they're in it. They're they? in yeah. it. Yeah, and a couple other nobodies. I'm looking at it now. <laughs> Ron Jeremy. Ron was Jeremy's in it. in it apparently. The thing I like about that is um, <laughs> it's called Orgasmo. So he makes a little gun that, like, if he shoots it at you, you get ultimate orgasms the <laughs> whole time. Wait a minute! Did you pay money to see this? No, no. This was this came out in America back in like the nineties. So like, this was like ninety seven. Yeah. No, I know it's a while. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But right. That's what's funny about it. Like ridiculous. So yeah, a lot stupid. of these, a lot of these things just are like the over the top. Just like I don't, I don't want to call frat boy humor because I think it's kind of lower than frat boy humor yeah, sometimes. Because old school's <laughs> frat boy humor. This right. is below. And this is yeah. like well below that. But yeah, pretty much all these movies have kind of one thing in common, and that is that most of the time they're just awful. They're so bad. So my question is, how do they keep making them? How does this type of movie, like movie 43, 2013, how does it come out like so far removed from like this era of like, what was this? Did people desire this? I don't know. Did you ever see any movies like this in the theater or pay money for them? Yeah. Looking at Chris's list, right? I look at- How do you get suckered into that? There's one movie I got suckered (laughs) into because I've seen some of these, but you sort of catch them on TV, right? Because you don't pay money. But like Chris had written here, worst movie I paid to watch, movie 43. I'm looking at his list. I'm thinking, did I pay money for any of these? And yes, I did. And the worst one on the list for me is Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> My fucking friend talked me to going seeing that. And it was when Tom Green was like on top of the world. Remember he had his yeah, MTV yes. show and all that. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I guess I wasn't the movie cynic back then, mm-hmm. Kyle and Chris, because I went to go see Freddy Got Fingered. I can't even begin to tell you what the plot was or anything. I it, just remember at one point <laughs> he's singing like... Daddy, would you add some sausage, yeah. right? Like yeah, something yeah. like that with daddy and sausage? I'm oh, the geez. backwards man. I'm the backwards <laughs> man. Like he, he was in a suit doing it backwards. Yeah, that's a funny movie though. That's actually a, that's a that's actually a cult movie though. Like, Is it? There yeah, a lot of people still watch that movie. It's horrible as hell. I'm with you on that, but like it's a cult movie. Later on later on Time Green rebounded well as far as I'm concerned with Road Trip. Do you remember that? It's more like in the Is American that Britney Pie. Spears? No, Machine Road Trip was trip? with uh, was with the guy that plays Stifler, oh, and yeah. uh, I forget the guy's name. But they, they go on a road trip yeah. to, to to recover a, a porno tape that he made when he was cheating on his yeah. girlfriend. Oh my god! It, no, it's good, but it's more like the American <laughs> Pie style comedy, like the Great American Sex comedy, than it is stupid comedies, which yes. this is today. All I right. saw Van Helsing in the theater. But he's got written here Stan Helsing. What's Stan Helsing? Don't watch that. It was um, it was like Equally I said, like di- yeah, it was like disaster <laughs> movie and like epic movie. It was uh-huh. like a spoof of Van Helsing and whatever other movie, and then they called it Stan Helsing. It was not that good. It's it was like, in that all. It was in that era. Yeah, you're Van basing Helsing. a terrible comedy off of a movie that was like panned hardcore like who is the audience for stan helsing kyle van who helsing, the hell sees these movies van helsing itself was garbage i i went and saw it too and mm-hmm. i i it was an assault on almost all your senses you know? yeah just a loud piece of garbage yeah you, who's watching yeah oh my god you know what is funny though i find some of these like we were talking about like with scary movie and stuff have merit and i think that that camp and 
is like what's played into this. You know, it's like the over-the-top gags and stuff. And in a way, I mean, this is going to sound crazy when I say it, but I think of like the Muppet movies and like <laughs> the Muppet show when I think of this stuff. Because Those are good. They, they are good. <laughs> and they use a very similar style of humor that's just like random, like weird stuff. And it happens mm-hmm. quick and they just move on. And that's what all this stuff is. But they play to a completely different audience. Yeah. Um, and Eight-Legged Freaks is one of those movies where I was like, when it came out, I had no interest in seeing it. And then I finally was like, I mean, see, oh, there was a movie on Netflix called Big Ass Spider that popped up. Big Ass Spider. That's the name of the movie. I think it had an exclamation point. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to watch this. I was like, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch this. I had nothing to do. So I watched Big Ass Spider. And it was exactly one of these movies. But... I enjoyed every second of it. It was stupid, but there was, like, thought involved into it. And I think that that's what kind of separates these. Because Eight-Legged Freaks, I think, still holds up to this day as as an example of something that's trying to do what a lot of these movies are. And it's just missing the mark. You still need a plot. You still need, like, some growth in a character, you know, to have something to engage you while you're watching the movie. It can't just be a stream of garbage jokes the whole time. Do you remember the plot to that? That was the one where, like, on, like, a truck, toxic waste fell into, like, a cave yeah. or something, and then they grew bigger? Right. That was that one? It's, like, cliche as all hell, yeah. but, like, then that's what makes it funny, is yeah. that it's, like, playing on, you know, big monster movies and stuff like that. Do you do you remember Evolution? too back in the day it was no. like a play i have you seen i that? remember it because it was it was advertised as from the creators of ghostbusters right yeah it was an alien movie uh-huh. the logo was a smiley face like the typical yellow smiley face yeah. with a third eye in the center <laughs> and it bombed they but they really did they tried to sort of market it and push it yeah. like the next ghostbusters level of humor and it just interesting yeah. Don't, that, don't that leads us into another realm. How about all the failed SNL films that came out and continue to come out and oh. the successful SNL films? Because yeah. there have been some good ones. What are your favorites, Chris? Favorite SNL. Uh, let's see. Conehead. That was one, right? Coneheads. Conehead was good. <laughs> that was good. Coneheads was fun. Oh, man. Wasn't there one called The Love of Man with the. Who's the black guy from Saturday Night Live? That was in Pop Star. <laughs> the yeah, one. The one. Oh, uh, oh, my God. He made one. The Lover Man or something like that. Totally yes. bombed. Yes. Oh, uh, my God. I love that guy. There was the one with the girl who sniffs her armpits. That made it. That guy yes. a movie. Superstar. Superstar, yeah. There was uh, Blue Brothers, too, if I remember correctly. I don't remember oh, that. Oh, the Blue like, Brothers, yeah. yeah. Well, that's old. I mean, uh-huh. That's that's not, yeah. Yeah, and well, they people tend to think it's comedy. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's before like fucking right. Billy Madison and all that, you know. But then we've got somebody like Will Ferrell, yeah. whose entire film career was like launched by Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and I mean, I would hazard to say lots of his films fall under this stupid comedy thing too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes we get some good ones. All right, I got I got something I wanted to mention here, and that is. Um, you know, uh, my man Chris wrote right here. All the ninja movies, <laughs> right? Um, and, and real quick, let, let's let's throw these out there and see see what happens. I remember uh, Chris Farley was on a movie poster doing a full legged split. Yeah, remember that shit jumping that in the air. Beverly Hills, Beverly Ninja Hills or Ninja. Or <laughs> and then there, you know, this was right around the time he was making Tommy Boy and Black Sheep, which I think people would agree, Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. Cult classes, Cults but they're now. stupid though. Yeah, but they're, they're stupid, they're but good. they've got that cult now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, probably not so much, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I, I also remember one called Surf Ninjas. Yeah. Was that like childish? Which one was childish? Was it Three Ninjas or Surf Ninjas? Those all those ones. I actually, <laughs> funny thing, I actually just watched Surf Ninja the other day. No. Power, I'm yeah. Like, power. Oh, uh, I mean, come on, man. You never asked a dude his age. No, I'm 26. Um, the funny thing with the internet now, you can go on YouTube and Google something. It's on there. It's and then I just watched it. Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. So the whole premise of like Surf Ninja, it was um. <laughs> You know how bad it is when it's just searchable on YouTube at yeah, this point. Yeah, they don't care yeah. about protecting like, well, it. Um, just watch it. It was like this island that they got lost from an island, and then the Leslie Nielsen's in it, and then he's trying. <laughs> rest in peace. He's trying. <laughs> Throwing it up. Yeah, we're respectful try, here. Yeah, he's trying to like kill the kids so he could take over the island. What? And then the kids beat him up, and then they re- gain the island. That was Surf Ninja. And then like Battle Royale. Um, who was the who was the dude from the Animal again? He's in it. Rob Schneider. Rob, Rob, yeah, Rob was Schneider. Oh was, he, was, he was in Rob it. Rob Schneider well, transcends this list. <laughs> And the Mar- He's like the, emeritus, right? The Wayne's the brothers, like white chicks. Yeah. Oh my god. They're Can we talk about white chicks for a second? Oh, you know, I've actually hell. seen that movie. You I have seen too. it? Here's the thing. I saw five minutes and I was like, even I can tell that this is like racist and terrible for Wait, what was the other one that the had world the little now? man, right? Little yeah. man, but one of them was pretending to be a baby yeah. or was a baby that it was fully a midget, yeah. could talk and all that shit. <laughs> I Kyle, I actually saw mo- not all of it, but most of White Chicks because I was on a bus in Ecuador and they played it. And you oh just sit God. there like a captive prisoner because it's playing at the front. You like that's your field of view. I was like, what this? This is what do you, what do you think, Chris? White Chicks. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? I have. It's been a while, <laughs> so I, yeah, you have to refresh my memory. On they that. were so terrible looking, Kyle. Like yeah, it, it, it was amazing that. It didn't. Oh my God! They looked like damn Cro-Magnon people, you know, because they were cross-dressed and but they're yeah, the and they features had like of their skulls eight, and everything, and the way the makeup of foundation yeah, on their yeah. face. And everything. Oh, it was so stupid. That was that was wild. So I have a question. My my hypothesis about these films is that they never really care about the theatrical run. This is what no. I think. I think they're gonna get, you know. Whoever's drunk is going to end up at the theater and is going to be like, oh, Adam Sandler's in a new movie. Grown-ups! Let's yeah. go watch him go bleh. Grown-ups, a great <laughs> example. Two. I just thought of it you now. You put yep. some memorable names in. People are willing to lose three hours because their life is wherever it is, and they're like, well, fucking, I'll send three hours down straight to hell. So, yeah. you know, you're with your friends or something, you go see the movie. But I think the real market for these is just for the people involved in them. I think that it's just awareness and it's just putting their face and their catchphrases in so many places that you're indoctrinated when these run on like tv and you just have because what are the things we can remember about most of these movies like that one like weird person that's in it you know like david arquette and eight-legged yeah. freaks <laughs> and then i go down a rabbit hole and find out he was in the wwe yeah, for was, like five seconds he was a what he, the fuck is that all about he was actually a world champion like one-time world champion wcw and then he did a movie called the wrestler which oh my god or no not the wrestler i'm sorry ready to rumble which is oh, like yeah. one of my favorite movies oh Chris, you're killing us. listen i grew up in this era okay so Great. So what? So what do you think? That's what I think. The, I think the market for these movies just people pound together, and yeah. when they're scrolling through a lit, they're a blockbuster or whatever, and they just see a face and pull it off the shelf. 
<laughs> what circumstances have you seen most of the movies on this list um, or I any mean, of them? For me, I think they were taking a chance. Like this was an era, you know, where like they were taking a chance on everything. This was like the era of like direct to VHS and like direct <laughs> yeah. to DVD sequels and right. all that. Those were crap, but like totally. You know, I feel like if these movies came out now, nobody would watch them. Again, they do make they still make them now. Like recently, they just did the like meet the blats, or it, it was like a spoof <laughs> something. It was a spoof off like Fifty Shades of Grey and all that. Oh my oh, god, god. those are pixels. successful. Yeah, um, I think it's Tyler Perry movie or something like that. I don't know, but like those are like they're actually funny now, and I could see those being successful. These, yeah, they weren't that funny, but I mean, like I just remember those scenes, and I'm like. Well, Tyler Perry movies are a little bit more like t- he's a, he's his own genre essentially. Right. He's getting better more, though. Yeah. They're a little bit more tasteful and they're not as crass. Yeah. What's yeah. his first film called? Uh, his first movie. Medea I actually, does something. No, it's not Medea. <laughs> it's uh, it's before that. It's uh, oh, I can't remember. I'll I'll figure it out. But well, either way, Kyle, I want to I want to go back to what his you first said film had merit. Did you know? it really? Yeah, and he he had some good writing in it, but then then he just played to his audience after that. I like <clears> what you said a second ago, and that is a lot of these. You surmise, or just to, these these stars are washed up stars. A lot of times, are just trying to keep their name like out there somehow. Like, and your examples are great, like David Arquette and Rob Schneider. It's like, yeah, it's it's four months have passed. Got to crank out another one. Like, uh-huh. what was what was Rob Schneider's one about being a girl? Didn't he dress up as a girl? Yeah, hot chick. Hot chick. I I paid money for that. That <laughs> that was a funny movie though. Adam Sandler <laughs> was in that. Like, yo. Of course and he was. <laughs> I think that's the merit to it sometimes is that they, they spend no money on, you know, script or production. They're like, we'll just put Rob Schneider outside and have him, like, mug around for a little bit. And then you get, like, maybe six lines from the film that are endlessly quotable and that are stuck in people's heads till right now. We yeah. still got some of this shit stuck in our head. Fat guy in a little, little, coat. little coat. I mean, these are the things we remember, you know? <laughs> so that exposure. But now movies are made in such a different way mm-hmm. that, like, I mean, how much money do you think they had to pour into Movie 43 to pull in all those movie stars that were in that? Because they have, like, top echelon, like, movie stars in it. And I'm sure that they didn't just go, nah, I'll just be in it for fun, you know? You have to make them in a different way. And now everything's Netflix and Hulu yeah. and going online. It's all different. It's a different world now. You can't just walk into Blockbuster and be like, ah, oh, we can count on, you know, a couple thousand people just renting this movie and we'll make the money back. And straight to DVD sequels and movie sequels, yeah. like you were saying. You know the the first part of it, like you're saying they were going to make a Joe Dirt 2. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, true story. True story. <laughs> Joe Dirt 2 is a perfect example of something that would have been absolutely easy to do for straight to a VHS or DVD. Because yeah. you'd have to put no money in it. People would see Joe Dirt and they'd know the name and they'd be like, maybe David Spade will say something funny and then they'll rent it, you know? Yeah. But it's different now. People people get things different online and they like expect high quality and just instant demand yeah. for it and gratification. Even successful movies like too, like Titanic, take for example, one of the best movies ever made. I'm gonna blow your mind right now. Did blow you know, my mind. Did you know there was a Titanic 2? No. Straight the <laughs> Don't watch it. It's the exact same shit what as the, Titanic. Like, what would yeah. you do? Titanic 2. <laughs> is it a comedy? Is it a spoof comedy? Well, <laughs> Titanic on Rod- movie. On Rotten Tomato, it got one star, so it's not that good. Oh, like, like a 1%? Yeah. <laughs> not that good. So like. On Rotten Tomatoes, it got one star. Somehow <laughs> your, your grading scheme is... Anyway, um, speaking of boats, Chris, I got two words for you. 
I'm testing you to see if you've seen this movie. Okay. Cabin Boy. Sounds familiar. Chris Elliott. Remember Chris Elliott? He made that. T- oh, fuck. No one's just getting this one. All right. Cabin, anyway, Cabin Boy. Boy. Is that a movie? Yeah. Oh. What's oh. it about? Give us a. Give us a he's like, a, de- like a, a cabin boy. He's a deckhand on a boat and he's, he's a goofy fuck up, you know? That's cabin fine. boy? Oh, man. No, I'm sorry. Is it good? All right. Is it good? <laughs> no. But here, like, since, since I have to. No, it's stupid. It's, it's a stupid <laughs> comedy. But it's, it's before the mid 90s time frame. Cabin Boy was like late 80s or early 90s. But anyway, um, speaking of another one that may be a little bit dated. But Chris has on his list here Blank Man. And yeah. I'm very happy about that because Blank Man came out when I was a kid. And it's, it's yeah, it's a stupid comedy. It's, it predates the, the mid-90s to mid-2000 time frame that we're talking about here. But I love Blank Man. Yeah. It's great. It's the original And that's Damon spoof. Wayans, right? It's Damon Wayans and David Allen Greer. Uh, David Allen Greer's a sidekick. And it's funny as all it's funny. I haven't seen it. Shoot so him in I the won't. head. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot him in the head. Remember that? Yeah. So oh like every super mir- super movie. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Superhero movie. Um, somebody killed his grandma, and then he becomes a superhero, and he <laughs> wants to find out who. In his in his like onesies, pajamas, and he he's a real nerd. And he, yeah. You bought the nunchucks. Yeah. He has, like automatic nunchucks. It's anyway. It's great. Yeah. All right. What else we got here, Chris? Let me let take me take us home. One. Um. Did you guys see? Kangaroo Jack? Yes. <laughs> I saw Kangaroo Jack. And I something Why? something that's not even on this list that I think falls in the Kangaroo Jack category, maybe even worse. Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, I was going to yep. He's an icon to and me though. He's, a, <laughs> he's funny. He's I'm not going to lie, he's funny he though. He has his niche, right? His niche, his niche. But Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector is a movie that I have seen, and I'm sad that I've seen it. I'm sad that it exists in the world, but, uh, like, all of these films, who who is the market for them? Like, is it just anybody that's going to show up? Well, like, his comedy deal? shows were hot there for a second, weren't they? Like, the whole, uh, yeah. what was it, Redneck Comedy Tour or something like that? Blue yeah. Collar t- Comedy Tour? It. Thanks, Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> right? He's my start all that shit. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> and maybe that's part of it is that there, as we're analyzing this, as we move along, is that a lot of these aren't made for longevity, you know? Mm-hmm. And then later, that one little cult, I think we're starting to see now in the age of connectedness with social media and with the internet and how everybody's just in everybody's living room anytime they want, can meet the one person on the other side of the world that also thought that one line in the movie was funny. Now there is a cult for everything. Yeah. You, know? you say any of these movies now have like a cult following of yeah. people that appreciate them because you can find the two or three other people that liked that one thing. Yeah. But when they were made, I think that they were just kind of made to be there for a second and just totally forgotten about. Oh, try to take advantage of the moment, right? right. Again, yeah. the, the the Larry the Cable Guy health inspector, get her done, and all the car, all the commercials is in, and the and the blue collar comedy tour. Like, what else can we crank out? Oh, uh, his own brand of fucking beer. Sure, try it. Or whatever, like anything, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh it, boy. It also, Even Soul Plane has fans. <laughs> yeah. That was a funny movie. That was <laughs> a funny movie. How about snakes on a plane? Does that fall on this list? <laughs> nah. I mean, it was stupid. It was that stupid. Was stupid. <laughs> that was like an action movie, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit more of an action movie. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's talk comedy. about some video game movies. Oh, that's a great So stupid movies. I would go under video games. You remember the Super Mario Brothers? Yes. So this gets a little past to me, though, because this is super <laughs> iconic, because it was technically the first, like, 
video game movie ever made, so I give it a pass, but yeah, it was god-awful. So, yeah, they, they I strayed mean, so far away from the source material. Yeah. They did, and it, it was did. so weird, and everybody was just confused after that point when that was coming out. But one of the really interesting things about superhero, or not superhero, video game movies is that truly one guy is responsible for almost all the video game movies that are out there, and his name is Iwi Bowl. And he is an asshole. <laughs> he, he, he buys up and has in the past all of these intellectual properties. And then, if my memory serves, produces them overseas to get like a tax break on them. Mm-hmm. I think most of them are done in like Germany or something where the government subsidizes the film that you're making. Something crazy like this. And he's taking advantage of all this stuff to just pump out these movies specifically so they've got the name and the market, and every single one has been absolutely. I mean, he's not even—he's not even like a filmmaker. Yeah. He is just a garbage technician at like <laughs> grifting money from literally like a country's government and turning it into wow. something that can fall into our category here. Yeah, how crazy is that? <laughs> I, I'll have to do my research, Chris. What else? Video game movies. Um, I mean, there wasn't any good ones, so they <laughs> were are. all bad. We you, have a, you have your list here, Street Fighter. It's funny yeah. because movies like, I remember movies like Street Fighter and Doom. The Street Fighter had fucking Van Damme in it. Mm-hmm. They were meant to be action movies, but they had the look and feel of stupid comedies. Because they were underproduced, because the writing was terrible, yeah. and the, and the actors special effects in it suck. had like no idea what they were doing, and they sounded like idiots <laughs> yeah. half the time. They were like C and D list actors just hanging out there. Yeah, there was absolutely no money put into it. I did like Mortal Kombat, though. The first one was pretty good, and then the second the one The first was, Mortal Kombat's yeah. watchable. Yeah, that people, was watchable. people kind of like that one. Yeah. What about the first Tomb Raider film? What do you how do you feel about that? Which did you one? see that one? I did. I don't remember which one's the, which one's the first one. The is that the one where like they get like in that cave? <laughs> one is that <laughs> in that cave? Oh my god! Should <laughs> so you be a little more is specific? It a tomb that they're raiding. <laughs> I didn't even see if anything else came out afterwards, but Angelina Jolie was like Tomb Raider, and it was like highly produced and everything, of course, just to be a vehicle for her, but yeah. How about The Wizard? (laughs) The Wizard? (laughs) With, uh, what's his name, little Kevin Arnold from The Wonder Years? What's his name? Fred Savage. Fred Savage. The Wizard, man. Sorry, I don't I remember. See, I'm old. I'm older. I'm older than no, but you know fuckers. what's interesting about this is oh that God. so many of these movies, like one of us has seen, and that's probably the person in the friend group that saw it and yeah. then was like, yeah. dude, this movie sucks. Like, we're not watching that movie. So it's kind of hard to get a whole bunch of people that have universally seen and the ones that we probably all have seen together are probably the good ones. You know, we could go down this list and probably find out which ones have staying power. Uh, were any of these movies? I'll, t- I'll ask this question as well because we kind of addressed it with scary movie. But do you feel like any of these were made with like clear longevity and like quality in mind as opposed to anything else? <laughs> Not that comes to mind, but like I mean, they're they're uh, I can remember them. Like if you talk Biodome, for example, I mean that movie was stupid, but I mean I still talk about that movie to this day. I'm like, you're in the that's cult. a funny movie, <laughs> the Biodome yeah. cult. Yeah, it's got staying power. What about oh, oh my god? How do we not remember this? Um, uh, the one with Keanu Reeves, it, the Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. 
Does uh, that go in this category? No, because it's eighties. It's eighties, isn't it? Is no, it eighties? It's, it's no. either eighties or it's no, it's yeah. real early nineties. Excuse me, it's not eighties. Yeah. But come on, that I don't know. That movie was like critically hailed. That as was good. good. Yeah, yeah, they did too. Mm-hmm. Second was kind of. Yeah. I've seen the first one and I enjoyed the first one. I think that it has a lot of qualities that these films there, have similarities. in terms of the comedy, but it feels like there was genuine like thought behind it instead of just you yeah. know, a garbage factory. <laughs> I, I don't know, Kyle. We we uh this list doesn't have some of the um it's like the ones that we didn't have to type out because we can just off the dome, right? Like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Oh my god. Um Tommy Boy Black Sheep, Click, Click? Was Click part of this whole fucking thing? I mean, Adam, I'm going to be real. Adam Sandler fell off after Click. Anything after that oh, was like, And Click yeah. just extends like, this niche out into like, you know, where we still are. Because movies yeah. like this trickle out every once in a while, but you can tell that it's like the back burner, uh, like production company, you know. That in case of emergency, break Adam Sandler glass and let loose <laughs> on some movie set somewhere and make a movie for him. It's amazing to me. One of the most amazing things on this list is Jack and Jill was even made. Yeah. Because this is, oh like like Chris God. just said, Adam Sandler had bottomed out big time. And yet someone said, yeah, someone greenlit a project where he played himself and his own sister. Yeah. Al Pacino was in that too. Serious? Yeah. (laughs) Al Pacino? Dude, 90% of the budget must have gone to him to get him to like stand next to Adam Sandler. Oh my God. He's funny. (laughs) Do you remember any um, celebrities back in the day? Because I have Sinbad on here. Do you remember any Sinbad movies? Sinbad. I remember remember First Kid. That was a good movie he did. Yeah, who, who, who... crosses some of these films who's who's been in multiple oh what's the guy's name from kangaroo jack that plays like the lead just like douchey white guy oh my god no oh he's like jason bateman for like rejects he's like (laughs) a rejects jason oh my god he's so bad on that if you find it chris let me know but uh, he is he is one I've seen in so many movies like this. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. You know Jerry O'Connell? The fat kid from Stand By Me. He was that kid in Stand By he Me? Was? Wait, no. Yeah, look it up, Chris. He's like a fucking <laughs> stat checker. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the, the Jerry O'Connell. Fat Jerry kid. O'Connell. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he's made some stupid movies. Stand too. By Me, yeah. He has made some really bad movies. Joe Apartment. That's one he's oh, isn't in. Oh, that, isn't that the one where the roaches talk yeah. to him and whatnot? Oh, that was my the first God. MTV movie ever made. Oh, well, we're putting pins in it now. Jerry <laughs> O'Connell. <laughs> oh my God. And uh, David Arquette. I mean, he shows up in like Scream and other things that were around this time. But he was one of those like cult comedy like weird guy figures. Yeah, we we nailed a lot of them. We we got Adam Sandler. We got Chris Farley. We Brendan got Frazier. we got Rob Schneider, Brendan Fraser, Paulie Shaw, Sinbad. all the brothers, Sinbad, Jerry O'Connell. Holy cow! Tim and Eric. Is oh, like how the about new... Snow Dogs? Wasn't that Boat Trip too? What was Boat Trip? <laughs> boat Trip and Snow Dogs were both Cuba, Cuba. Junior on his way out. <laughs> of Hollywood, shucking and jiving his way. Right Did he? He off. got an Oscar, right? Did he? He won an Oscar for, for Jerry Maguire for for Jerry Maguire. Something he, he won an Oscar, right? Yeah, and then he started making. And then he just plummeted. 
He's, he's on the way back, though. He's made a couple of decent oh, movies man. lately, I think. Cuba. Anyway, how, what, what, are we, what are we doing now? I, I have one more question right. to ask before we wrap it up here, because yeah. I saw one on this list, and I was very intrigued by it, which was Bruno. And what about Borat? Do you think Borat falls under this category? Mm, I mean... Yes, to a degree, but Borat was very funny and good. Like, that was a very good movie. I feel like Bruno, that was just stupid. Like, I took my mom to the movie theater to watch that movie. And <laughs> you took your mom to see Bruno? Yeah, <laughs> she, she, she hates me for it. Like, she's like, <laughs> really, son? What are you watching? I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I think, I think one of the things that's cool about some of these movies that pop up is that if it's a pet project of like the actor that's involved or like the people that are producing it are consistently like moving forward, I think some of those can transcend this. But when it's like Will Ferrell who's just signing a, a piece of paper and is going to show up in a movie, once they start pigeonholing people into the film instead of building it around them, a great example is like Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop could have been cop movie you know it could have been a, exactly like a spoof of this same stuff but it was designed and like built and sung by uh eddie, eddie murphy. murphy like the whole yeah. way through yep. and you see that with trey and matt when they do something insane like team america like the amount of idiocy in that movie is unparalleled but there's genuine there's a genuine sense that like they're behind it and are like creating it and i don't know did will ferrell or any of these other people have any things like that i mean i feel like adam sandler and will ferrell like the same you know they just became famous and then they just started signing checks you know and just well, cashing them in me and my friends maybe you guys can appreciate this but when i was studying back in the day me and my friends were just kind of like the the meme generators that are on the internet all over the place nowadays we would just make up plots for movies and be like yeah that would make a lot of money Will Ferrell is a dog walker in Manhattan Will Ferrell's a nanny and you could just it was just you know stupid comedian is a stupid thing and just make a movie out of it he's a race car driver he's an ice skater he's a what? What else? He's in college. He's in a fraternity. So that was the formula for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Chris, oh, do you watch garbage. South Park? I do. James doesn't watch South Park. But if you did, you would love the bit where they talk about Rob Schneider. Because they throughout, throughout one episode, they play like three Rob Schneider fake movie trailers that are like hilarious. And they're like, Rob Schneider is a stapler. And he's going to find out just how hard it is to be a stapler. Rated <laughs> PG-13. And then there's another episode where Cartman gets hired by a movie studio to come up with movie ideas because he's pretending to be a robot. Long story. But anyway, he just does exactly what you said. He's like, he's sitting at the table and he's like, um... Adam Sandler is like a dog walker and he finds a lady dog to marry and it's called uh, Adam Sandler in Lady Dog or whatever. <laughs> it's like exactly like what you were describing. That was just it. Oh my That God. was where they were at. Yeah. Captured an era. So my, tailing around, my final question got derailed for a minute. What are the situations that you've seen these movies under? Because for me, it's I've been with a bunch of friends or I've been hanging out with somebody and it's been like, Jesus, what do we watch? And one of these gets put on. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I'm the only kid on my mom's side. So, I mean, 
when they came on TV, I would watch them all by myself. So it was mostly like TV? Yeah, like, I mean, at this era, I was like young. I was like, whoa, that movie's cool. Like, I remember when Spy Kids 3D came out, I was like, whoa, that was like the first 3D. I was like, mom, like, whoa. <laughs> No, now when I rewatch these, I'm like, yeah, they're garbage. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Bubble Boy, like yeah, like oh my god, I can't believe I watched that when I was younger. I was like, I like you, and now I'm like, that's trash. So some of these on TV have been edited down to like an hour. Yeah, like <laughs> like they they have done the business. Plot matters, right? What about you, James? Uh, bus rides. Bus rides. Because you know, I I I think I can sympathize a little bit with Chris here. You go through your youth phase where you watch a lot of this stuff, like yeah, yeah like Encino Man, cool, but but then you like, you grow up, you know, and you mature, and you're like, fuck. And the only time you see them is when you're forced to. And with me, it's like a lot of these I can list off as yeah, having sit, like sitting on a bus in Egro for like an eight hour bus ride, and they put in a bootleg that has like six of these in a row. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. I'm not kidding. And that's been there. hilarious. Yeah, and like that's how I know about white chicks and little man and every and scary movie and uh, like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, I get forced to because I'm captive on a on captive. A, yeah. A captive audience. What about you, Kyle? To show, take us, take us I home. I mean, yeah, just you know the same kind of thing, but it's it's one of those exposure things, right? You're trapped, mm-hmm. and then you know you get exposed and you see. Adam Sandler's face on screen, you know? I think that was the that was the engine that was driving this. And I'm kind of glad to see that it has mostly died away. Seems like it, yeah. You still get some stuff in this vein every once in a while, but I think it's much harder to produce this stuff. Most of these types of things now you just find people are doing for free on YouTube and stuff. These have been pared down to, like, pet projects by just idiots in college and stuff you know <laughs> that's like where this is at now so the industry has changed excellent and you know it when you see it right you know when you see it there it is there it is well i'm glad i brought you guys back to college <laughs> no bad. you're welcome you, a good place, you huh? know out of looking at this list we yeah. forgot to talk about mac and me but we'll get we'll do another episode mac and you know me that. like oh, how did we forget that <laughs> Garbage pale kids. The list goes on. It's Pat. Oh my God. How did we miss it? That's a SNL disaster. Oh, Oh, well, with that, we are out of time. But Chris, thank you so much for posing this idea up. We will we'll revisit and uh, and and call you up and get some uh, some more insight on some of these. Find out if you've watched any recently, and uh, we'll chat this up again because that was fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. You are most welcome. Loud on the set with Kyle and James and today Chris. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope that uh, that you gained some insight. Maybe you can avoid some of these. You know it when you see Save it Save your money. Save your money. Escape from Movie 43 and the likes of everything else. Loud on the set at gmail.com. You can send us some mail. Let us know what you think about some of these movies. And you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, wherever you find podcasts. We're there. So again, thank you all so much for listening. Go out there, watch some inspired comedy. (laughs) Pop star, never stop, never stopping. And have a (laughs) wonderful time while you're doing it. See you later. And cut.